the diamond, I realized that I have to be The Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. This is a navy suede Adidas trainer with white laces and the three white stripes, a little bit of red on the heel and a white sole, a red inside, size 11. These shoes belong to Wolfgang Bilsmer. This is his story. I don't think many people know that Gestalt have an Academy Award winner working for them. They've published someone that has a fucking Oscar. That's amazing. Uh, it's actually pronounced Gestalt. Gestalt, right? Gestalt. 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 The meaning we take for Gestalt is it's greater than the sum of its parts. Hey, so Gestalt. 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 My name is Wolfgang Bilsma, and I'm the editor in chief and managing director of Gestalt Publishing Proprietary Limited. After I left university, I started my own business called Blurred Vision Productions at that point, uh, which entailed me doing a lot of graphic design and web development work. By the time I was turning 30, I'd been doing this particular work for about seven years, and I was starting to feel really burnt out from the long hours and the, the stress of the responsibility. And I felt absolutely miserable and bitter before my time. I wanted to do something that I was passionate about that I could engage with, and I came back to the medium of comics. And it's something that I had enjoyed reading when I was younger, and I was still reading. So I looked into an arts grant that was called Write in Your Face. I got the grant. We used that to offer a page rate to creators, and I call that for submissions for our first book, which is an anthology. Now, while this is all happening, myself and my friend Sky Ogden started this company, Gestalt Publishing. And that's something that we used our own money to set up, get all the infrastructure in place. And from the, the point of you know, setting everything up and, and investing the, the money in, in creating this company and, and crafting it to be something that we truly felt passionate about, it was like a... It was like breathing again for the first time in a very long time. From the outset, we wanted to be supporting Australian talent and getting them into the international marketplace. One of the things that we particularly wanted to do was to enable creator-owned properties to be made. And by that, I simply mean that it's not work for hire. If somebody gets a job writing Spider-Man, for example, now, they don't own what they do. The publisher owns everything they do with that. With Gestalt, we wanted to enable people to come to us with their ideas and we would enable them to make them and help them revise and refine what they were wanting to do. Uh, and at the end of the day, they own it. The first good thing that happened, and this is beyond you know, the, the, the initial thrill of publishing our first book and getting it back from the printers and going, oh, this is awesome, and actually feeling responsible for creating something or enabling something to be created and putting it out into the world for people to, to touch and to read and to enjoy. Um, I mean, that, honestly, that, is the real, that was the real first woohoo moment. But I, I think sort of it, we built from that onto a point where we received our, our first award. Thank you to Gestalt Publishing. Thank you to Wolfgang Bilsmer. If you could put your hand up, Wolf. 
put your hand up. That man over there, for everything he's done for this book, for believing in this book, for believing in these people. Thank you very, very much. That's huge. Sky was homeless and he was sleeping on my couch. We, we had a business plan for the first 10 years. We've just finished the first 10 years. By the end of that 10 years cycle, we should have now been in a position where we could pay ourselves a small wage. Things didn't quite go according to plan. At this point in time, we're actually in more debt than I would care to mention. But I'm, I'm learning to accept the fact that I may never crawl out from under the debt. We've had some issues, some major issues, some of which have been documented in an ABC TV series called Comic Book Heroes. For example, you had a, a major push to break into the US market uh, where we went to San Diego Comic-Con. This was the, the third time that I'd been there. San Diego Comic-Con is the largest convention of its kind where you have a convention center that is more than a mile long that is filled with over 140,000 people over the course of four and a half days. It's the sort of place where you'll find Robert Downey Jr. doing an Iron Man thing on stage just to promote the Marvel movies. 2011 is the year that we, we tried to make this big break. We'd organized for booth space. There's a multi-year waiting list to actually get a booth at San Diego Comic-Con. We were getting four books specifically printed to launch at San Diego. Um, those books did not arrive on the first day. The morning of the second day, those books had still not arrived. So many, many, many phone calls to the printers, to the couriers... Lots of stress. We had a lot of creators with us. We had creators from each of those books there in the booth with us. It's cost us such a bunch of money to get here. Without those books, we're pretty much fucked. Friday morning, we finally get to the point where the books are in San Diego somewhere. They're out with a courier for delivery. Meanwhile, I'm getting text messages from the creators at the booth Think, do you have the books yet? Where are the books? Are the books here? We've got people that want to buy the books. Are they on their way? <sighs> Sky and I were sitting in the office and he saw a truck pull up outside with DHL on the side. And the guy started offloading boxes onto the pavement. Taxi! Try to get a taxi. None of the taxis will take us with the, the number of boxes. They don't want to be responsible for them or them in their, in their trunks. Boxes. No. Sorry, sir. So I, I very discreetly ask the DHL driver if he wouldn't mind putting the boxes back in his van and, and taking them to the convention centre. Stupid question, is there any way at all that we can pay you to take us to the convention centre with the boxes? Okay. If we can, yeah, That's seriously. The guy agrees. And this is why we've got a documentary crew following us, documenting all of it. So, eventually we, we managed to get all the boxes back in this van, Sky and I, and the cameraman are riding in the back of the van with the boxes. Yo, we have boxes of books and we're currently riding in the back of a DHL van. The things you do for a comic company. Ooh. <laughs> um, and I can laugh about it now because in hindsight, actually, no, I can't laugh about it. It was, it was horrible. The next day, I was actually sick. I have a condition called hereditary angioedema, which is quite rare. There aren't that many people in the world who have it. The strain that I have is triggered by stress. And it essentially presents as, in this case, swelling of the lining of the intestine. 
And what that simply means is a lot of pain, being debilitated, not able to move around, and intense vomiting. I've actually once cracked a rib from vomiting. Apparently I vomit like a Viking berserker. But I've also had instances where I've had throat swelling, which is life-threatening. I've had swelling of the lining of the lungs, which is also life-threatening. And I've never, I've never felt that panicked ever in my life. San Diego wasn't the only convention where things went a little awry. We've done a lot of conventions around Australia where our distributor, a major Australian distributor, has failed to deliver stock. From time to time there have been some financial hardships um, that resulted in me selling things like the laptop, um, selling off my own graphic novel collection, which actually hurt quite a lot. But it, it simply got down to the wire where I needed to pay the rent or put food on the table, and they had to go. Um, so there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that's tied into this that, you know, it all comes down to the fact that the hereditary androidema is triggered by stress. So what the fuck am I doing with my life? Um, but it, it's not all doom and gloom. The first TV series based on a graphic novel series that we published has just begun broadcasting in Australia and is starting in Canada. It's also been sold to, the, to Britain, the US, Norway, Denmark, Finland, Sweden, Germany, um, and hopefully a few other places yet to, to buy in as well. And that's, that's our, our all-ages graphic novel series called The Deep. And quite frankly, seeing that animated for the first time and how well it was translated from you know, the, the comic page to the animated series was an immense joy because we had to go through an extensive negotiation process to make sure that the integrity was maintained of making sure that the writer on the series became head writer on the TV series and the artist on the books became the art director for the series. Uh, so in many ways, I think our, our aim is is for integrity over commercial success. It would be nice to have both, but if I have to choose, then I'd, I'd prefer integrity. I'd rather feel good about everything that we're doing and to make sure that we're doing everything as right as we can, rather than taking the money and, and being apathetic about it. Wolfgang's story was produced by Marnie Richardson. His shoes are a part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The, moment we hit our the shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.